0: Welcome to Overcrest. I'm Chris. And I'm Jake. And we have a very special guest for you today. We do? It's us. <laughs> <laughs> Is, it a long time Is that since- a guest? Is That's that not a guest? Well, we never have us on the podcast. We always have some, Dude, every some time. legendary figure on the, on the podcast, like Brian Redman or, or Derek Bell or whatever the case may be. And I thought maybe we could pretend to be legends for an episode. We Are you just- going to interview me then? I think we'll interview each other. I've got okay. some stuff I want to talk about. I have, I really don't know what I'm getting at. I'm just trying to be funny. It's probably not working. It's
1: not working at all. I think
0: a lot has changed in the last since we talked about what we're doing with our cars, yeah, what's going on in the news and the world. And True. It's it's in the last three or four months, things have really spun on a dime in so many different ways. And we're gonna talk about I got a new car, I've been working on the on the Mercedes, and I've been working on the Trooper and All kinds of things going on. You've been getting better at welding, which has been a big plus for you because you've been working on your 911. Well, I'm actually like,
1: yeah, now I have, since I've gone through like three panels on the car, now I know exactly what heat to use and everything. Yeah. Whereas normally you would take like panels and practice on them to figure out your heat
0: and everything else. I just kind of dove right in. Yeah. Well, it's not an expensive car, so there's no reason not to just, (laughs) I feel like you're being
1: facetious.
0: (laughs) I bought a new car. Yes, you did. What do you think of my choice, first of all? Well, it's not that surprising Hold since on, you wait, already... Wait Should we go through my process and then say what I yeah, got? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so I wanted to get a new car cause I don't have, I don't have a personal car. Okay. and Okay,
1: I, you don't have a personal car. You only have a Trooper, <laughs> an extra half Trooper. You have an F-150. You have a Mercedes sedan, Gramp car that doesn't run. You have a 911. You have... broken. Okay, well, still, those are all your cars. The half and then troopers. your wife has a Volkswagen wagon. All track. yeah.
0: So why... The, I, don't, I think, don't have any personal cars. Well, a car that's cut in half does not count. Okay. A car that is broken still in California does not count. Right. Mercedes doesn't run. So that it does run, but it does not drive or stop. Okay. So that does not count.
1: What about an F one fifty and f one fifty not mine?
0: It is my it is, it is my family's car, Jesse's mom's car. Okay. The truck. It's not mine. I have to give it back eventually. I borrowed it to have something to use over the wintertime. Oh, it's I didn't know my, that. Yeah, it's not my okay. truck. So that does not count either. Okay. The only thing that I have that runs really, really well is the Trooper. Does it run really, really yeah, well? Yeah, once it's warmed up, it runs great. Yeah, it's awesome. What about that little red light that is behind some tape? I have no idea. I don't <laughs> see it anymore. I have no clue. Just terrible gas mileage. I'm sure that has something to do with it. Um, but the thing is, is at some point here, I'm taking that apart to put the TDI <laughs> motor in <laughs> so it, so you can have yet another vehicle that doesn't, doesn't run. run. Yes. yes. So I have to have i solved none of these problems no by the you way. didn't at all i did not no. this, is, this, is, this did not work out <laughs> yeah it definitely doesn't solve any of our problems that i have in terms of cars no, right now. especially since i happen to know that you traded in the one reliable yeah, so working car in the all track but i had this train of thought and i've been thinking a lot you know i was i was sick for like three months right and i couldn't do anything it was i had long COVID. And it was brutal you know yeah. i was crawling across the floor and it was it was awful so, of course, I had a lot of time to think because I spent hours and hours in bed or on the couch not yeah. doing anything. Yeah. And I started to think about, you know, I I thought I was having a heart attack and all these things that I thought were wrong with me. So I started thinking about mortality a lot. Yeah. And I started thinking about, um, you know, I started being very nihilistic about it. I'm like, well, what is the point of all this? It's all, you know, it's all going to hell anyway. And then I, th- and, I and I was reading about, you know, what long COVID does to your uh, mitochondria and all these different things in your body. And I started, you know, I'm trying to struggle with this this nihilism of why do I exist? Why do I care? I don't care about anything. I didn't care about the podcast. Wow. I didn't, I didn't care about cars. I didn't care about my family. I didn't care about anything. And part of that is kind of like the long COVID thing. It, it messes with your brain and, and I'm over it now. It's, you know, it's behind me. And I, I mean, I a lot of that was, it, it led to depression. That's yes. classic depression. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, so I started thinking about, you know, the nihilism of everything. And I started thinking about why, why should I care okay. about anything? And, of course, you know, my life does revolve around cars. So I started thinking about cars. And, and then the Ukraine thing started happening. And I'm thinking, you know, what is it going um, to take to make the world better? Right? Are to, we going to solve the world? I think there's things that need to happen to solve the world. And I'm thinking, well, if it doesn't matter for me – I'm still part of, even if I don't care about any of the things in the world, I'm, I'm, I've started to see the, the human society as almost like a collective organism. I know this sounds weird, but if you think about it. We all kind of interact with each other on a, on a micro scale, right? I'm interacting with you. We reach out to the people that listen to the podcast. Maybe something we say changes their lives. And it's, you know, what is that called? It's like the butterfly effect, right? Right. Yep. And so we're all kind of part of this human organism. If you think of the earth as like a, as an organism that we're all part of and we all kind of interact together. And the, the human beings are kind of its own organism. We're just part of, like, the cellular structure of a larger organism, which is the is, which is the collective human being. So I kind of thought of it that way. Okay. That even if the things I do in my life don't matter necessarily to me, I can still... You know, you start to think about you have kids. Jake, you're a father now. I am, yep. You th- You start to think about why am I having kids. Yeah. You, you, I'm having kids because... Obviously, I want to have kids, and I think it's a very fulfilling part of your life, but it also gives you an opportunity as a father to impart your your uh, your foundational morality on on someone else and then send them out into the world to make the world right. a better place. That's kind of the goal, right, is you want to bring up children that are going to make other people happy and kind of make the world a better place in general. I mean, that's your goal. Obviously, you want to have a great relationship. I mean, I with, guess
1: I haven't thought about it like
0: that, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, you want to have a great relationship with your kids, you know, they. And, and family is important and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But you're also raising the next generation that's going to go out into the world and right. then raise the next generation. And that's kind of what I mean by the, the human organism. We're, we're kind of like training in our replacements or whatever so that, you know, other people can have um, – so we can finally get to this to this point that I'm going to kind of talk about. Okay. We're, we're trying to con- – I see it as humans are continuing to procreate and evolve so that we can finally get to a point – where we don't need to have things happen like Ukraine. We want to finally get to a point where, where we have like this. That won't ever happen. And this, this all like leads into... What, like, where is this coming this from? This all leads into what, what I was choosing for cars. Okay? I, <laughs> seriously. I know, the most like sounds,
1: esoteric philosophical thoughts. Well, this is... <laughs> so Normally I don't talk about this kind of
0: stuff on the podcast, but this is how my brain works. I think about... We've talked about this stuff off air all the time. Right. You know, I think very, very philosophically about things. You do. All the time. And I'm very... Uh, Introspective and in, in how I think about things, I spend a lot of time naked in the shower thinking about <laughs> things that maybe, you know, that's where I do my thinking. Driving uh-huh. and showering with yes. water running over and my frequently naked you body. Call me during golf activities. Yes, I will call you in the shower. <laughs> I will answer the phone in the shower. Uh-huh. It's, it's it, hey, it's waterproof now. My life is because it's like the the best technological development for me in the world is being able to grab my phone and take notes. <laughs> yep. The ideas for my book have come from. Uh, being in the shower. The ideas for podcast stuff have, have been in the shower. I have like articles. I'll I'll write like 500 words on an article on my phone in the shower because I'm like, I'm just inspired. And apparently there's something, um, our buddy Jeff that does Overcrest with us was saying that there's something about having water flowing over your beautiful naked body that, <laughs> that makes you have, that makes uh-huh. that gives you ideas. It's just like, it's yes, just like- there
1: is. He said there's
0: studies about like w- with water when anyways, you're immersed it, in it water. it works for me. So I started thinking about like, well, what can I do to help me? What, on like a small scale, what can humanity do? And uh-huh. some people aren't going to like this. Okay. That I'm thinking this way. But every, there's something called I'm trying to figure out how to frame this in a in a, in a train of thought that will make sense. <laughs> what do we fight over? There's a couple things that human beings fight over. What are they? Usually, resources or religion. Oh, right? yeah. Those are you're kind right. of the two things, right? You either have you have societies that have different moral beliefs. Yep. That, and we don't do this as much anymore. But over the course of human history, your moral belief was that the other moral belief was. Not good. So you went and you murdered those people or you tried to convert them to your religion. Right. And then therefore become a richer, better religion. I'm not a a big religious guy, but a lot of things were wars over religion. Yeah. Now we have uh, wars over, generally, resources. We do have some religious wars, especially in the Middle East. And and wars with Islam and stuff like that, and there's you know that kind of thing, and there's infighting is with Islam. We're fighting with Islam. The Jews fight with Islam. Everybody's fighting with each other over religion. In that aspect, otherwise, we don't have a lot of organized religions fighting with each other anymore. Right. It's kind of contained to this this one area where government and religion are basically the same thing. True. Um, and otherwise we fight over resources. Yeah. Right. I mean we're fighting over. Uh, plutonium, uranium, gold, titanium, all these different resources, heavy metals. What about like ideologies of government? Where does that fall in? Is that almost
1: like that's part of, is that a third? It because I if, think that's kind of goes in line. I think that it's closer to religion, isn't it? Yeah, I'm thinking like communism versus, you know,
0: democracy. And that also, that doesn't fall into either religion or resources necessarily. I think for like a, a structured society to exist, you have to have a foundational belief that you believe in what your government says. You believe in, let's say for us, it's the Constitution. And right. when that breaks down, your country ceases to exist. So, yeah, I mean, you, you're trying to defend that, your idealism as a country. So there's probably some of that. But a lot of it comes from geopolitics and fighting over resources yes. and monetary policy. You know, these type of things is 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 what you fight over a lot. And I was thinking, and it's also uh, poverty too, right? Yeah. So when you have... Um, one of the things that drives uh, fighting over resources is that you have people trying to gain wealth from their resources or fight over the resources, and therefore you end up with obscene amounts of poverty. And I'm trying to think of when you're poor, mm-hmm. you don't, you can't worry about the things that we worry about in our society. True. Like, I guarantee you right now in Ukraine— No one is worrying about whether Biden's laptop is real or not. (laughs) They don't care. They're too busy trying to survive, and they're probably ripping the trim off their walls to burn to stay warm. And there's, like, Mariupol is destroyed. None of those people care about anything. They don't care that some transgender swimmer won a race. They don't care they don't have time what for about
1: it. that Will Smith slapped Chris Rock? they don't care I don't know that's a big deal. it is a big deal but no they don't oh, care do you, okay for it's total tangent here okay I love small businesses that put jokes on their billboards or like on their signboards yeah yeah and i on the way to the studio oh, okay it's, it said it was just a flower shop like it has nothing to do with the business it goes what did uh, oh shit how'd it go um, when cops dusted Chris Rock's face what did they find? Cops? Yes.
0: What did they find? Fresh prints. Ah! Very, very good. Very dad. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I look at poverty around the world and I look at what what does it take for us not to fight over these resources anymore? And I kind of thought of something called the the, the Kardashev scale. Have you heard of this? I have. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna Has kind to do of with Dyson Spheres. Uh Dyson Spheres, what is well, yes. It's probably impossible. I mean, we don't have the resources to develop a Dyson Sphere. No, Not we right don't. Now. Not no. right now. Everybody's like, what the fuck is a Dyson Sphere? A Dyson Sphere <laughs> it's is... It's a really good vacuum. <laughs> yeah, it basically, you, it's it's a group of uh, objects that surround the sun. Right. And collect the energy and beam it to Earth. Which is dumb. It's And here's why. Because
1: any energy you get from the sun, you can already make on your own home planet if you have the technology of
0: nuclear fission. Right, but we're so, not there yet. We we have not found a yeah, way. But to make Yeah, you
1: think it. we're first gonna
0: somehow put a big sphere around the sun before we figure that out? So you know, nuclear fission exists, right? Right. Yeah, it exists, it's, but it's it takes more energy to create in, it. Yes, exactly. It so yes, instead of splitting atoms, we're actually putting atoms together when right. we're doing fission.
1: But like, my point is, why is a Dyson sphere even a concept that could be an advanced race thing? Because you're gonna be able to figure out a different source think, of energy before no, you'd I have. Think
0: to, technically, you'd be able to develop a lot more energy because you there's almost. Think of how small the sun is. Or I'm sorry, the Earth is in comparison to the sun. Right. I mean, how you, it just—it doesn't know. seem
1: feasible that you would need that much energy.
0: Not in our current state. Not at the level that we are. Let me tell you about the Kardashev scale. Are like, all the other aliens mining a lot of Bitcoin? Yes, absolutely. Okay. That's yeah. what it is with the, with their Dyson sphere. So the <laughs> Kardashev scale is a measure of uh, measuring a civilization's level of technology based on how the society um, gets its energy. Okay. Okay. So you have. Uh, I'm going to, you tell me where you think we are on this scale. Right. Okay. Type zero. Uh-huh. Pre-planetary. Extract this. Society extracts its energy, information, and raw materials solely from planetary resources and can travel beyond its home planet. Type one. Can use and store the equivalent of all the energy in and reaching its home planet and become interplanetary. Yeah. We're, we're so at that, zero or not even. We're not even like if you really break this down, uh-huh. we're not even zero. Right. Okay, so we are which is a dumb scale cuz zero should mean nothing. Well, why didn't they just move the scale up one? Yeah, well, I didn't design the scale. It's dumb. Yeah. Um so that basically type 1 is being able to this, have okay. efficient that would be a Dyson sphere would be would be type 1, would be getting no, all No, type 1 th- they said planet not solar system. reach in in, in and reaching its home planet. So I guess it wouldn't be a Dyson Sphere. It would be like us using... Dyson Sphere is like three, I think. Yeah, like we'd have highly efficient solar panels, that type of stuff. Like we would be getting energy from like the sun. Right. Okay, so we're taking full advantage of solar power. Right. Type two. And uh, I just
1: want to clarify,
0: this is still leading up to how you decided to buy a car. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Yep. uh Uh-huh. I'll believe it when we get there. Okay uh type 2 stellar can harness the total energy of an entire star's output and become interstellar so we're no longer that traveling I in our think own is solar Dyson system sphere, right we're no longer traveling in our own solar system where we can exit our solar system and go to other other stars other suns yes type 3 galactic Can control energy equivalent on the scale of an entire galaxy and become intergalactic. Who thought of this? How much LSD was this guy on where he's like, it was, but think bigger. I think this was was by a guy named John Barrow. I believe he was just a scientist. Where Um, did Kardashev come from? I don't know. Kardashev, Kardashev, Kardashev. Oh, it's proposed originally by Nikolai Kardashev and modified by Carl Sagan. Right. In 1973.
1: Again, lots of acid going around.
0: Oh, yeah. The purpose of this uh, is to include an exhausted list of sapient human and alien civilizations with an attempt to classify their origins, existence, technologies, computing level energy uses, longevity, travel, and possibility of extinction.
1: What about, he's okay, he's thinking about like different universe or within the
0: universe. What about like multidimensional beings, Chris? Yes. Well, type four. That didn't classify that. We'll get there. I believe. Type four can control the energy equivalent of its home universe. Have instantaneous <laughs> travel and manipulate the fabric of space time. Okay. Okay. So we're basically super, We're we're exceeding the theory of relativity uh-huh. at uh, type four. And the more we live, the more that we're starting to find like string theory and quantum physics and just all this stuff that we don't understand. Uh huh. So I know it's like yeah, well that's not, but it theoretically is possible. No, it's not by definition. It's not theoretically possible. Theoretically, it's possible. No. Yes.
1: Uh, okay, name the theorem in science that states it's possible say it states what's possible. I don't know faster than light travel through wormholes.
0: We don't know this is all yeah, stuff and that, because we don't know it's not possible. That's why it's theoretical and not proven. It's not even hypothetical. We don't even have a hypothesis of which we can reach this, but we can right. theorize that these things but are I possible. I don't think you can say it's theoretically possible. It's a theory. It's by definition, theoretically Neither possible. Neither of us are scientists, and I feel like we're arguing for pointless. No, theoretically <laughs> possible means you can come up with theory. Hypothesis means you can come up with a, with a testable. Is a hypothesis is like a testable theory. We cannot test this. Now I need to Google,
1: is faster than light travel theoretically possible? And it'll say no. If you use
0: gravity, I think it is. <laughs> anyway, type five can escape their universe of origin, explore the multiverse and have oh, time so it travel. Oh, so was actually on the list. Okay. to the future. Yeah. Megaversal type 6 can exist in an infinite amount of simultaneous multiverses and instances with unlimited space-time travel. Type 7 so god dumb. level traveler this and manipulator so of all universes, multiverses uh-huh. and megaverses. So we're this is basically the you know the human beings have a we don't really understand how far things can go. We don't really understand our own universe anyway. So I was thinking about all this stuff and I'm uh-huh. like Let's, Let's bring, bring it wow. back down to earth. <laughs> I'm like, wow, we are a, we're barely a Type Zero, if Type Zero. Because uh, it's a stupid society. scale. Yes. Yeah. And, and and we just look at how we extract our energy. Is we think that we're fairly advanced. The theory of general relativity. So general relativity is a theory. Yes. Which states that fast than light travel is not possible. But it's a theory, right? We don't have a way to test it yet. So it's right. Someone, no, but someone I, out you, there is way smarter you, than you us. You
1: can't say that it's theoretically possible if we know by our current understanding what can I it's say not that? possible. Should
0: I use the word maybe? Would that be better? Should it's maybe I, possible? Yes, okay, I understand that be maybe possible. Sure. Um, so we're like a type zero, like not even a type zero civilization. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking about like, what is it going to take? You know, if what car continue, do I need to buy? No, so almost. What do we need to do as a society Because we fight over resources the most. And it's generally energy. Okay. What do we need to do to escape this type zero? We're never, we're going to go extinct as a species unless we escape type zero. We will never, ever make it. Yeah. Because A, we'll either run out and die. Yeah. Or B, we will fight over it and die. Yeah. Those are the two outcomes we need. We must, we must pursue it. And the only way that we're ever going to be able to do this is if we're able to get out of type zero and B, get as many people out of poverty as possible because if you think about what i was talking about earlier is the people in ukraine don't have time to worry about uh swimmers or politics or you know what does what the attorney general said that made people mad or if someone's doing cocaine in 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 congress they don't have time for any of that because they're too busy trying to survive and there's many societies around the world in east asia and africa that are all thinking that way they don't think about us at all we Dang. think we are in America, we're so narcissistic. We think everything revolves around us and all of our decisions matter. These people that are in poverty aren't worried about it. they're too worried about burning tires to stay warm. Right. You know, when I talk to Gadisa, who are still working on the film for, I promise, and he's talking about growing up in Ethiopia and not having anything. Right. And having to share fire. Like, you go to your neighbor, can I borrow your fire, and then you take some fire back to your house <laughs> and put the fire in your house. That's how, like, core poverty right. these people are. They don't have anything. Yeah. And the entire society that they have is they're raising each other's kids because they have to just work. They just work themselves to death, and they don't have any time to do anything else. So by the time they're 50, they're so worn to the nub that their bodies are broken, they're malnourished, and they die. Okay. So that's, that's you're born, you have maybe like 5 years of swatting flies off your face and you think that's okay. <laughs> and then you start working and carrying around stuff in nickel mines so that we can build electric cars. Uh-huh. Okay, and then you die. Right. We are raising a ton of people out of poverty. I think it's around like 100,000 people out of poverty every day. Like we're we're, at, we're it's a That really doesn't simple. seem likely. It's it's a very high number. You should okay. you should look it up, but I think averaged out it's it's hundreds of thousands of people. You got to keep in mind. There's billions of people right. on earth. So it's kind of like a generalized A 100,000 out of a billion is like nothing. Okay, It's like a grain of sand. It's not much. But we need we, a fact checker on the show. Yeah, there's podcasts that do have a fact checker. <laughs> I, I know that Rogan has a fact checker and he'll be like, sorry, Joe, that's not right. Oh, well, yeah. we wouldn't get anything said on the show, by the way. Sorry, Chris, that's wrong. Theoretically, you're wrong. <laughs> um, I'm just to to be able to get to a point where. Uh, these people, we need to get them to a the point where they're not worried about anything. Okay. Because there's no way that these people are going to care about bunker fuel, about wasting energy, about burning tires, about right. coal No, yeah, that makes sense. All this stuff. We okay. need to raise as many people out of poverty so they have the ability to even give a shit okay. about the environment, about Earth, about humanity. So how about, do you do that? I don't necessarily know. Okay. Uh, I, don't, I don't have the answer. I'm just stating what I think the problem is. Uh, there's probably... There's some people that would probably say that a more socialized global society, right, will, like taking the wealth from the United States and giving it to these other people would be beneficial. I don't think that's beneficial in terms of individual liberty and happiness. And I think you would actually stifle um, ingenuity by doing innovation. that innovation, innovation, ingenuity yeah. by doing that. But that's have that's, you seen? Who's the professor? Did the, did the bubble gum? Yes, or the bubblegum ball? Yes. What it, there's not
1: the what, gumball experiment.
0: What that's it basically what it is. says is that there's not enough money for someone like the United States to make a dent. There just is not enough. There's not enough wealth, even in the United States and the Western world, If we took it all and redistributed it, there's not enough. Right. There's just too many people and there's not enough. So you have to figure out ways to encourage these other countries, but you can't because there's corruption because of energy and religion and stuff like that. So you can't even fix these places. Look at what we try to do in Afghanistan. We try to fix it, right? Yeah. We go in there, we roll in there, we kill everything and we start over. It's like tilling the garden and planting new plants, but guess what? All the weeds came up anyway. Yep. And we tried to pull the weeds, but it didn't work. There's too many. And we just left and a bunch of people died. So it's it's very very hard to to root out the foundation, but it's what needs to happen. the the the, uh, the 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 corrupt governments, corrupt religion, all this stuff needs to be rooted out of government, and we need to find a way to make people care because right now they don't even have time to care. They don't like if yeah. you look at India, which is one of the number one polluters. There's so much poverty there; it's unreal. It's unreal, and they don't care. There's garbage everywhere. They're throwing. If they, I mean, they're throwing stuff in the water. You can't even go in the water there. It's right. really, really gross. Yeah, I've I mean, seen a lot. It's a that. very, very pow. I'm sure it's a beautiful country. I've never been there, but from what I can see and what I read and what I I know, research, there's a
1: huge um, dichotomy between yes, their well, it's wealth. a caste
0: society. So you're you're born into the system that you're in, and that's it. Right. That's where you are. You don't cross your caste society. You just right. don't. So that's that's troublesome, right? That's obviously mm-hmm. a, a system that's. You talk about you know finding the fix and getting rid of corruption
1: and things. The problem is humans are very opportunistic. Absolutely. And if you put a person in a position of power, it's interesting. I, if you, you took have 10, 10 people off the street and put them in that same position of power, how many of them would become corrupt?
0: Oh, absolutely. If you look at government, I think a lot of people go into local government thinking that they're going to make a big difference or they get right. into the Senate and then they go, oh, wait. That's not how things work. That's not how things work. This is...
1: And even if you were be able to change everything, let's say one guy could come in, snap his fingers, and everything would be ideally
0: how he wants it, over
1: time, I, I think feel a lot like of even try.
0: a person would become corrupt. But here's the thing. The problem is, is, it's kind of anti-capitalist of me to say this, but the problem is the scarcity of the resources. There's not enough resources for everybody to just have what they need. It's too expensive. It's too hard to get it out of the ground. It's too hard to transport it. You're sending ships all over the world and trains and refining and stuff like this. We need to get out of this type zero society where <laughs> I'm serious, dude. Okay. We need to get to a point where energy is, uh, is accessible to everyone for free or low cost. Okay. So that we can enter, be in a place where people don't need to fight over it. Look at what, look what Putin is doing. I, at first, I thought that this guy was stupid, right? Mm. I thought, I'm like, what are you doing? You're going into Ukraine. You're blowing this. Did you really think this was going to work? How could you do this? You're such an idiot. And then I th- the more I think about it, and as the ruble has reached this price that it was before the war started, like the ruble to dollar ratio, right. the exchange rate, it's almost back up to where it was before they invaded because he has so much power with energy. Mm. Like Germany has 50 poor, 54% of its energy and natural gas comes from Russia. There's literally nothing they can do without crashing their entire economy because of this energy thing. If we were to reach a a point where the energy that we were getting was so bountiful that anybody could have it, you wouldn't be in this conflict in the first place. This war in Ukraine isn't because Putin said there was Nazis in Ukraine. It's because Ukraine has a huge wealth of resources, especially in the eastern regions. Ta da! I guess where most of his, you know, for- forces are, in my Donbass and all this other stuff? And there's pipelines that go through Ukraine. It's critical to getting natural gas and oil to Europe. That's why it's happening. And now inflation is going crazy. The was group- there a threat to the pipelines and stuff? Not yet. But before no, he invaded Ukraine, no, because it's kind of I, think I still of as, understand the logic, and I, I have transactional it. too. Obviously, Russia wants Europe to buy to buy the oil, right? Yeah, but they were already. Yes, but if they stop, right? They can't stop. Where else are they going to get it from? Then what was the point of going into the Ukraine? Because they, they didn't control these rich areas. And oh, they can so also part of the oil reserves in were in the Ukraine. And there's probably something to it where he's like getting nervous about green energy. I don't know. But you have to look at it as like a global scale, right? So the, the oil gets shut off. If they shut it off, and basically Russia just starts selling it to India and China. Huh. And then the prices here go up, which is kind of what everybody assumed was going to happen. That right. r- that he would turn it off to the West and that everything would go to India and China instead. and they would avoid the sanctions. India doesn't care about the sanctions. China right. doesn't care about the sanctions. Neither does the Middle East and many other places. We think we're super special that we can say, oh, well, you can't, you can't buy this. You can't sell this, whatever the case may be, but they'll just sell it to someone else. And now the prices are going up everywhere, and it's causing inflation here, and gas, is, gas has gone up 80 cents a gallon, and there's record profits for oil companies, all these different things that are going on because of this scarce resource that we're all fighting over. We need to get to a point where nobody's worrying about it. And then we can finally move on. So how do we get there? What do we need to do? Okay. The answer is, obviously the answer is fission, right? Nuclear fission technology. But even that just means that we need electric cars. Right. That's basically what it comes down to. We need to find- So through all of this philosophical thought and reflection, you've decided you need an electric car. I decided I needed an electric car. I said, I just, if I believe that, and I, I function a lot of my life on what I believe. I say, if I believe, then I- Sure. Fill in the blank, right? If I believe this, fill in the blank. I try to be very true to myself. I try to not just, you know, say things this way. And then, you know, when I'm home alone, I do other things. I try to like live. and, And what is it called? Living what you preach, practice what you preach. Right. That's what I like to do. It's what I try to do. And which is why obviously I drive around a lot. You know, I drive around and explore and I tell you guys to do it yourself because I really truly believe those things. And so I'm like, okay, I need to get I should get an electric car. I should. I should at least. I didn't want an electric car. I didn't. I don't necessarily like them, but I'm like I should try. I okay. should try to do it. I should try. So Alex, mm-hmm. Alex Nelson at Galventry on on uh, Instagram bought a. He had a Alfa Romeo. That's right. Like a Julia Quadrifoglio. Quadrifoglio. I don't know how he it, but anyway. <laughs> he's in Italiano. Yeah. Yes. He comes over with, he sold that thing, traded in for a Tesla Model 3 performance. Okay. And I'm like, and I, and admittedly, I'd never done anything but sit in a Tesla. It seemed odd to me at first that he did that. because He had had an i8 and an i3 before that. Yeah, I suppose. He's an engineer. He's a a geek. It's great for him. Yeah, but Teslas don't, at least those cars seem dynamic. He went to school for user interface design. True. Tesla has the best user interface. Yeah. They, They do. Arguably. Arguably. I mean, any new car, any EV, Hyundai, Kia. You, you should drive the Porsche Taycan. I would say that's a much better interface. Okay. I haven't driven one, well, so I can't compare it. But just industry-wide, people generally say that the Tesla has a better or one of the best interfaces with their screen and how they do everything. So sure. anyway, Alex comes over. He's like, you want to drive this thing? I'm like, well, of course. I would love to drive it at 0 to 60 in 2.9 seconds. I would love to drive something <laughs> that fast. So I drove it. And there was many, many things I did not like. Right. Many things. The interior looks like a, a high-grade McDonald's. <laughs> you know, with this, like, just wood trim and, like, it's, it's... Everything is so sparse. It's so... It's, if you think luxury is minimalism, right? you like it. Oh. If you think luxury is well-crafted things that are high quality, you don't like Tesla because they're not well-crafted things and they're not high quality. Right? Their quality control sucks. You know, the paint sucks. Everything, it's just... It depends on what you're after for what you think luxurious. So these things cost like fifty eight thousand dollars, sixty thousand dollars. Is that new or used? I think that's used, I thought. I don't know how much the new ones cost. I was just looking at car gurus okay. looking for them. And I think Tesla just keeps raising their prices because of inflation and everything. Well anyway, so and I so I tried this car. Issues I get in this car. It's super Spartan and Alex is geeking out like looking at all these things you can do with your phone and it farts and, and, and you know, <laughs> you can change your horn to be whatever you want. And you hit the yeah. horn and it goes, Emotional damage. Just right. the, like yeah. these memes that you can make the car do. Yeah. It is a lot of fun. Okay. That kind of stuff is fun. I, I used to kind of like hate it. Right. Because it's like hitchy. It is, but it's like, well, he's obviously not taking manufacturing seriously if he's making the car fart. But really, it's just kind of like why not? It's just kind of fun. <laughs> and there's so many things I did not like about that car. Okay. So many. The torque vectoring, which is how it, you know, moves the power between the wheels. Right. And, as you're driving. It gets the car to rotate. Horrible. Oh, really? It is one of the worst experiences I've ever had in What a did car. it do? Why? It just, it, it understeered and then started over, like it was trying oh. to fight to find what I wanted to do. Like it wasn't sure what I wanted to do. It wasn't very the steering seamless. steering is completely numb. Yeah. Numb. Nothing. You feel nothing through the steering wheel. You just don't feel it. It didn't feel great. But then you put the car into track mode. Okay. And you can turn, you can change your bias front to rear, whatever you want. You can change, there's a little slider. You can change how much traction control you do or do not want. Hmm. You can change the torque vectoring to whatever you want it to be. And you can, and it's, I don't remember how much power these things have. I I don't know off the top of my head. I'm not not a stats guy, but you can make it drive pretty well. To how you wanted it to be, still didn't really get into it. Okay. You know, I started looking. I'm like, I looked. I'm like, well, that's cool. If I can get, I go. Well, that one's sixty grand. Mm-hmm. If I can get the rear wheel drive version, which is like thirty eight grand. Okay, less power, right. uh, Slightly. I think the range is actually better because it's a single motor car versus you know dual motor. Yeah. And I'm like, I would like to. I would like to maybe try one of those. And then Alex tells me he's like, well, you can't get track mode. In those cars, <laughs> you have to buy something called a party box. Oh, to like hack to like it. hack it, and I'm like, okay. And I, I also I just lost interest. I yeah. just I, Like I don't, I like modding cars, but I don't want to do like. It just seemed like too much. I just want the software to be there. I just want to be able to hack the software that's already there and do it, not put like a interface in between the. It's basically I think it's an interface that goes in between Tesla and the motor. Yeah. So it's so you can kind of program it to fool, you know fool what it's doing interesting and I just became uninterested I'm like well I don't don't really want that I just became un- uninteresting to me and then I said okay I'm gonna go drive an e-golf because I love the e-golf chassis and I still don't know that I could drive around in a Tesla just because I don't want to I don't want to be identified that way <laughs> I just yes. I don't I still I know what you I mean. still view someone that's driving a Tesla as someone that's like the early sh- adopter um, virtue signaling yes I still feel like that's Yuppie. the case guys yes. or they're a nerd right one of the two you're either right. a nerd or you're like a liberal that's it that's that's you know you're, there's no there's no like there's no guy with this metal toolbox you would have like the bumper sticker said
1: i don't worry i'm a nerd not a liberal that would be that's actually maybe we should start something. i
0: you would never see a guy with a metal lunchbox and a hard hat getting into a tesla to drive to work it's just it's not maybe but not just, yet just, just come on no. The electric f-150 will get people there but they don't exist yet. So, I mean, they exist, think, but they're not prolific, right? It's not. No, I think Joel just drove one, though. Uh, I think he drove a Rivian. I don't think he, he drove. We
1: talked about the F-150 oh, yeah, on our I podcast. I was, no, I was not.
0: crabby not caring about the podcast. <laughs> yeah, super tired. So, so, I wiped the Tesla thing out. I, just, I couldn't do it. I wasn't there. It's, it's still me we're talking to, right? right. Like, it's, it's still like me that doesn't really like this shit. But, right. I, but I'm feeling guilty because I've come to the conclusion that we need to move past <laughs> it. <laughs> right. Like we you need know to... what
1: you need, though? We've talked about this time and time again. We want the simple, stripped-down electric car that
0: is somehow still analog while being electric. I think we'll get there. I think we'll get there. Right now, everything that's out right now is still, like, first generation for, right. uh, for every manufacturer except maybe Tesla. Right. Everything is first-gen. Early adopter. You are the first Petri dish living motherfucker to drive these cars. This is you. <laughs> and that's what you're doing. And that was another thing. Is I couldn't I couldn't do that. I just didn't feel right. I'm watching reviews. I thought about the the Hyundai Ionic 5. Yeah. Which looks dope. I mean, it's right. got like those uh, retro taillights. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Like that look like pixels and stuff, right? It looks cool. And then you see one and you're like, holy shit, that thing is the size of an Atlas. Yeah, they're big. Massive. And then I became suddenly uninterested because it's some... Crossover, which is just a giant hatchback, and i don't <laughs> and I don't like it. it's too big, and everywhere I read it says it drives like dog balls, even though it's got a million horsepower right'm like well i don't I don't want that I don't want something that just is zoomy you know i want to I, I want to drive I still want to have a I want to have an experience versus right. you know take oh another thing what's that the Tesla didn't feel fast, yeah, a lot of them don't it doesn't feel fast because what you're feel, not used to is.
1: The torque is so smooth yes, that you're not used to, like,
0: it's just ramping up constantly. You're also missing that sensory sound, which is a peaky sound, which is like the power of the car and what you're feeling is usually representative of the sound that you're actually hearing. Right. So you're hearing the acceleration and you're you're pairing that in your mind as someone that's grown we're up. We're also,
1: I think especially us, we're like Pavlov's dog in the sense that if you don't hear the exhaust,
0: then clearly you're not going fast. Right? Right. Yeah. It's well, the yes. reverse of the it's bell and the we're, food. We're. And so it didn't yeah. feel fast, and that was kinda like that eh, was kind of disappointing. And the new car doesn't make the right sounds either, but we'll get there.
1: I did drive a model SP one hundred One ten dual motor, yeah, the fastest one, that isn't Plaid. It was before Plaid came out. That definitely feels fast in a straight line, yeah. Just because it it pushes you into the back of seat so hard that you're like, okay, yeah, that's fast. But it's a kind of a one trick thing.
0: Yes, how many
1: times are you gonna do that?
0: Right, and it just it didn't feel anyway. So So e golf, I went and drove an e golf because I'm like, you know what, I didn't like the chassis in the Tesla, and I don't like that I have to do party boxes and (laughs) all this other stuff to get it to do what I want it to do. Right. You can't really modify it because it's just too hard right now. Right. And that just turned me off. I just wasn't interested. And I'm sure as hell not going to pay $60,000 for a car. I can't. It's it's not in the cards for me. So I went and drove an e-golf. Yep. And I went and I picked up an amplifier down at this place, which is broken. (laughs) (laughs) After I paid a million dollars to have it fixed. So I get in this e-golf and I start driving it. And I'm like, oh, this thing's Peppy. Okay. right you're peppy and i look down at the rain and it's like 140 miles okay and i go okay i kind of did the math in my head it's 30 miles down in the studio for me yep um and i go okay that's probably gonna work yeah you know, i don't really drive anywhere farther than here so i was gonna add this car to the fleet I was right gonna buy this e-golf and lower not it. oh not trade in the no not trade i was dark. gonna buy okay. the e-golf yep and i was gonna uh throw some suspension on it get some wheels can you do that yeah yeah you can and i, I, was I like great. that yeah it was i like be, that idea and, but I just, I'm driving and it was, it was cold that day. It was 20 degrees. Yeah. The heat didn't work. Really? It was super shitty. Super really? shitty. And I'm watching the range go down and down and oh. down. And it was 20 <laughs> degrees, not negative 10, negative 20. And I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? I have to store this thing outside. Yeah. When it's really cold, this thing's probably only got 90 miles of range. Oof. And I'm like, this, this thing is, I can't. Yeah. I can't. I can't do it. So I, I kind of explored, then I started, that's when I started exploring the Ionic 5. So then I called up the Hyundai dealers I said, hey, can I come drive one of these things? They said, no, they're all spoken for for like nine to 12 months. Wow. And I go, well, I've already incepted in my mind that I'm buying something. Yeah. So I'm already like done with the all track. You know, I'm already done. It had been <laughs> rear-ended, you know, as you know, right. it wasn't the same. And I just, I could see in the back where the panel fitment was a little oh, yeah. off. And I'm just like, nope, can't, I'm, Done. Done, done, done. Not yeah. interested in it anymore. And they had 40,000 miles on Get this. I paid 23 grand for that car. Okay. They gave me 26 no. after driving it for two years, putting 40,000 miles on it. No. Yeah. Inflation, man. Wild. One thing inflation is great for is if you have a ton of debt. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mr. It's, great. it's great. Mr. It's great. If you have uh, wage inflation to go along with it. Yes. Which didn't quite happen quite this year yeah but if your assets if you have like a house or something it'll yeah be worth that more is doing your debt that's doing well right yeah so we're good that's great
1: you know what else is good Chris? What? Our sponsor, Petrolbox. box is a monthly service made specifically for the automotive enthusiast. Each month, they carefully select items including tools, detailing supplies, apparel, garage gear, stickers, and publications to be sent right to your doorstep. It's a curated selection of the latest and greatest gear in the industry. There's actually two different levels of subscription to choose from. The Petrolbox Basic costs less than twenty bucks a month, while the Petrolbox Premium gets you even more gear for thirty. a month. Check them out at mypetrolbox.com and be sure to use the code Overcrest at checkout. That's going to get you $6 off your first month. What's also cool about them, I think I kind of forgot about this, was they're also like tailoring it to your interest, the petrol box. So you tell them, are you into like American muscle? Are you into European stuff, JDM stuff? Because I didn't realize until I got a petrol box and it had like a Porsche shirt on it. Oh, nice. And my dad got one and had an old hot rod on it.
0: I nice. like, that's really
1: cool. I got the so, hot rod one. Oh, did you?
0: Yeah. I like the Porsche you know one. steals my Petrobox stuff? you white. She takes the shirts and everything. Yep. So, mm. But anyways, awesome stuff. Check them out. Yeah, box is great. Great gift, honestly. Yes, you it is. Like a, it is an awesome yeah, gift. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic.
1: Um, okay, so e-golf. I do like the idea of having like a stanced e-golf.
0: If it had a little bit better range, yeah, I think I would have bought one. Can you, is there? <sighs> I don't, it's gotta be a pain, dude. I don't think you can just, I'm not, add yeah, more, can you where, add more batteries? Where so it's not, <laughs> it's an old style chassis, so it doesn't have the skateboard situation. The skateboard situation has yeah. a tunnel for the exhaust and stuff like that. I, I think gotcha. they just put it where the spare tire goes or next to the, where the fuel tank used to be. And then whatever batteries they're able to put there. Yeah. That's what you get. And that's, I mean, they probably would have added more range if they could, but that's, I imagine so. That's it. But as a car, as it a, would, it would work great if you didn't live up in the boonies. Yes. Yeah, I think you're right. I Actually, think if you live where I live, it would work. too. It would be great as a second car. Yes, not, not a primary. So I would have had to have kept the Alltrack, and the way I or look, any one of your four other vehicles that don't that, run. Yeah, true. Yeah, so so that was out. I just <laughs> I couldn't do it. So then I went home, and I'm just thinking. And I called about the. Uh, the 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 Hyundai, which is like it would have been thirty eight thousand oh, dollars or right. whatever, and you can't even get one. You Can't even get one. Then I looked at like the Kia thing, the EV three or whatever. I think it's EV six. EV six. Yep. With three is half the size. Um, is the <laughs> EV six too expensive? It's actually more expensive than the the Hyundai, although it yeah. does have. Better interior, but I guess like it's got all these haptic, like everything yes. now is all haptic touch with glossy yep. stuff, no buttons. Right, I don't like that. I don't either. I don't like it. I don't know that anybody really does. Maybe people that don't really people think like about the it. look of it, and it seems new and different, and the new tech. People who you are have just came to keep into a the microfiber new tech. and glass cleaner in your car. I do with that type of yeah, stuff. Yeah, you would. Even you? the new car has some shiny black stuff, and I'm just like. Tch, tch, <laughs> every time i get in i'm like wiping it oh off. my goodness i know i just i don't like that yeah okay the, the smeary that's stuff. neurotic is it
1: i no, but i yeah you're right it would bug me too now that you mentioned that it's just all over the
0: place your guys right. don't have this no yeah no, no, but no. the new car does i've brushed aluminum and that sort of stuff so then that stuff became unavailable and i'm like you know what i'm open to this i'm open to an electric car finally okay I'm open to it yes but not
1: yet you, you, it's not even not yet because you were open to it. The, it doesn't exist yet, what you want. What I want, is You yes. haven't found the electric car you like yet.
0: Yes, and there's, because there's not enough. In a couple of years, there's going to be 12 cars on a model line because it's really easy. Right. You don't have to have different drive lines anymore. You just put the same stuff together and put a different top next on it. The next-gen e-golf might be up your alley. Uh, maybe. Are they going to do an e-golf? I don't know. Because I know they have a 94. That's the, kind of their first foray, which is stupid. And then the Volkswagen Buzz is coming right which is i mean everything's gonna cool. be electric so yeah. there's gonna be some sort of hatchback they make that is going to yeah, be the id4 but i don't like it oh. i don't like the way it looks i don't like the first version that they that came out was a white you know steering what? wheel for fuck's sake who yeah, wants a white dumb. steering wheel they have
1: to maintain the gti nameplate and when they can't make gas cars anymore you know they're gonna make an electric
0: GTI. yeah they'll probably come up with something but it's just, it's not possible in the chassis as it is now. Right. It's just, it didn't work. Although GTI so, doesn't make sense as an electric nameplate. I name am open to owning an electric car. Right. I'm open to it, but it's got to check the boxes that are important to me. And I would like to be part of moving society forward. I see. But I just, I I can't. <laughs> I'm not there. I think what everybody's doing. Well, sucks. there went Kardashev level two. I know. Well, that, we're. Uh, nope, 10, that one years thing would that. have been it. Just me buying an e golf would have been. Would've solved that yep. Area. It would have. So I know that was a scales. long wandering trail, but yeah, that was. But that's my train of thought. Is I feel like I should try to be more responsible because I feel like society as a whole needs to move beyond this fighting over oil shit. It is. It, dope. It's. It's. And I love.
1: I think we've also come to the realization that even when everything is electric, there are still going to be
0: boutique manufacturers of gasoline, whether that's some sort of if it's allowed. I'm not sure that it will be at some point, maybe not in our lifetime, but I think it'll
1: still always be allowed. Mm. I think there's always going to be a market for, and again, it'll be like a boutique thing. It'll be like you buy it by the gallon, which I suppose you buy it by gallon now, but like
0: you might have to buy a five gallon jug of gasoline that you can put in your old car. Maybe. I just, I wonder if it'll even be allowed. There'll be places where you can't drive. You're not going to be allowed in this area of the city. You can't. I think it's it's a long time away. Yeah, I think so, too. I think, that, I think that we've seen over the last three to five years that things have gotten far more challenging infrastructure-wise than people yeah. ever believe, yet we're just running forward anyway. True. You know, I know
1: Joel and I talked a lot about how the regulation changed, and the NHTSA is like, oh, guess what? You
0: don't need a steering wheel in a car anymore. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. What's, what's interesting is that previously when, when Russia invaded Crimea yes. years ago, the same thing happened. Oil prices shot went up. Yeah, shot up, and we as America started producing more. You're right, more licensing out to to right. to get oil in the Gulf shale. We went to Saudi Arabia. They increased production, mm-hmm. and the, and the prices didn't really change. Yeah, we offset now. Up that. And I'm not trying to be political about this, but this is just what's happening. Is the Biden administration is not changing anything. Right, they're not saying produce more. They're not saying, oh, we're going to accelerate your lease. Uh, applications, they're not saying, "All right, turn on the spigots." I think they opened up the strategic oil reserve, right, to add another a million dollars a day or or a million barrels a day, which or something isn't like that. a huge it amount, It's almost nothing. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. You might have seen, I think, gas prices have come down like twenty cents a gallon or something yeah. since they announced that. But we need to, what we should be doing is producing more now. Like we could, we could. You just d- got done saying that we need to get away from
1: oil and we should all buy electric cars. Yes, but you also, and that's they're, why they're not producing more
0: is because they want people to just. buy I also to electric cars. I also think that personal autonomy is extremely important. Being able to drive is extremely important. Yes. and there's nothing worse than seeing someone say, "What you can't afford five dollar a gallon gas, just buy a fifty thousand dollar car." <laughs> if I fuck you seriously, yeah, yeah if that's your stance. Screw off. We're not there yet. We're not to the point where we can say that it's plausible for people to do that. And asking them to just take a bus instead, like Pete Buttigieg says, well, just take public transportation. If you live no. in the middle of nowhere, you can't do that. You can't do that, and also, who? Nobody wants to ride the bus. If you can figure out a way to get your hands on a car, as a person that's poor, you're going to do it because you can go where you want, when you want, how you want. You right. can take your kids, you can buy groceries, you can do whatever you need to do. Nobody chooses to ride the bus unless you're some dork. That's <laughs> seriously, if you're if you're like a yuppie, I, in, if you're a yuppie in New York without a family and you're right. a banker in the city, it makes sense. Not if you have a family, it doesn't, unless you have a nanny that's going to go get stuff for you. It doesn't make sense to not have a car. It's t- it, taking the bus everywhere and being on someone else's schedule. And depending on that is the least autonomous way to operate your life. You want the option to go when you want to go. If it's 10 o'clock at night and I want to drive over to to Walmart right before they close and buy some Doritos, I want to be able to do that. If I If it's Three o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm tired of taking the bus, and I want to go find a a better job that's not in the community that I'm in, which is depressed for whatever reason. I want a car because I want to go where the bus doesn't go. Right. You know, it's just like back in the day, the train went here and it went here, and you went in between. You couldn't go anywhere else. And as soon as the invention of the car came out, they started building interstates everywhere. The economy exploded. The whole country exploded once you were able to do that. And there's a reason for that. It's not because people were riding around on buses. It's because they had their own form of transportation in the 50s and 60s when there was large adoption of that. Personal autonomy is so important. We're not... I would... It would be great if... The guy that lives in whatever community is poor in your community, wherever you're listening to this, could drive an electric car, and it was cheap, and it was 11 cents, or, uh, 11 cents per kilowatt hour to charge up his, his car. That would be great, but we're not there yet, and I'm not willing to take away people's autonomy just so rich people can feel good about driving around in an electric car <laughs> at the expense of the poor people that are going to be forced to ride the bus. We just, it's not fair. Right, That is not fair to do. And I think that we have the entire uh, half of the political, we're villains on both sides, okay, when it comes to oil companies and electric, green, oil, all this stuff. But this specifically is you have an impoverished group of people being asked to ride the bus so that we can save the environment. Essentially is what it is. Like, well, you shouldn't be burning gasoline. It's too expensive. It's a depleting resource. Please just ride the bus. So we're basically punishing Poor people, because rich people can afford it. If you wanted to buy a Tesla right now, you could go out and buy one and use it because you have the privilege to be able to do that. Sure, You have the Western privilege. Not everybody else has that privilege and other people are going to suffer because of these regulations. So until we get to that point... We can't ask people to do that. It's not fair. So we need to make energy more accessible and affordable for everyone. And to do that, we need to get to this past this type zero situation <laughs> that we're stuck in where we're pulling energy out of the ground. And it's this finet resource that makes everybody fight with each other. That's my point. That's kay. it. I'm done. I'm done ranting. You kind of so, did uh, disagree with yourself, though. You're looking forward and I, you want to. I I, I I know what needs to happen. Right. But I and I would like to help that happen but well, we can't not, do that but in the not near at term. the expense of, of these other things i got it you, can't, yeah. you it's yes i agree that this needs these things need to happen we need to become a more efficient society but not at the expense of other people's autonomy livelihoods and personal choice and personal freedom it's, you just can't do that right it's wrong it's morally wrong to take away take that away from people you need to find you need to a be able to fill in that gap for them and public riding a bus is not it or you need, or energy needs to come down to a price where pe- everybody can afford it. Maybe maybe in the next 10 years, we'll get to cheap cars. You know, as 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 right now, as first yeah, stuff. Yeah, but even, this is another thing that's so interesting,
1: is even the average new car sale in the country right now is $40,000. $40, yes, $43,000. So cars are not getting cheaper in general, right?
0: No. It's not like, oh, yes. Well, look at, hold on, look at the Ford Maverick. right. Pretty cheap. It is twenty grand. 19, it is nineteen thousand eight or twenty thousand eight hundred dollars. I think as things expand, there will be a gap that's filled because right now all this stuff is kind of like it's the elite shit, right? It's the new hot thing. It's the new right. technology. So it's all expensive. It's all the manufacturers have to reap some of the reward of investing in this type of product. Right. So they're expensive. Yep. yep. As That's how it always over works. The next you have a 10 halo years product. Or so, over the next 10 years or so, you're going to start to see 12, 13, 14 models in these model lines because it's going to be so easy for them to make different things. Yes. Because they're all going to be the same car. It's all this We already have modular shit. chassis. Exactly. Yes. Modular chassis, like MQB with the yep. skateboard shit. So maybe we are going to get some really cheap stuff. Maybe. And here's the thing. If there's a market for it, it's so easy to develop an electric car. Relatively speaking, Rel- compared to like a combustion right. engine car, which is right. emissions and harnesses and motors and we've and talked about and- this before.
1: I'm excited for like boutique manufacturers or getting back to coach builders, where you buy your chassis from Bosch or something, yep. and then you're able to go to you know ABC Coachwork
0: and they're going to put together the body for you. That's that's an elite thing. That's still going to be expensive. But you're what right. about when like but the Hotsu yes. is able to make a small hatchback that's electric? Yeah, with. Just the, just CarPlay, and that's it. Right. You know, maybe it has, it has to have AC because of cooling and stuff like that. But if we can, once the model range broadens out, maybe we'll get to that point. But the infrastructure is not there. So all these different things are at play. I'm just saying I see why humanity needs to get here, mm-hmm. to, this, to this place, this type, get past this type zero and become uh, not dependent on a, on a resource that causes people to kill each other. Yeah. We need to get there philosophically as a as a as a species. Right. With that you still haven't told us what car you did buy. I will tell you
1: after you tell us a little bit about
0: Oberg car care.
1: That's right. Because this new car is shiny but you're going to want to keep it shiny. So Ober Car Care was researched, developed, and tested by car experts to bridge the gap between enthusiasts and professional-grade products and remove the guesswork from polishing or detailing your vehicle. These guys are passionate with a long history of developing products, so they know firsthand what makes good products. Right now they're offering a whopping 20% off your next order at oberkcarcare.com when you use the code OVERCREST. Check them out at com coupon code OVERCREST. They have wheel cleaner, they have a washless um
0: wipe down spray, they have their two step buff and cut. Yep, yep. It's awesome. All right. Yeah, head over to Oberk, check those guys out there. They've been sponsoring the podcast for a long time. We love those guys. All right. So I bought a car Yes, you did after all that. So I said, I'm not ready, which means I bought a gas car. Okay. I bought a... Now this well, again, I think the whole point was you are ready, but you didn't find the car you liked. Yes. The, the, what I want is not there. doesn't yes. exist. Or I would have bought at it. At the price point. Yep. I yep. would have yep. bought it. If, yes. If a Model 3 rear wheel drive, if I could have complete control over the drivetrain like the performance does, I probably would have at least gone to look. Yeah. I would have gone to check it out. Or if the e-golf had more range. Or if the e-golf had more range. Yes. Yep. You know what? Also sucked about the e golf. It just the speedometer stops at eighty. <laughs> just it, like it's accelerating fine, and just and that's it. That's, that's all you get. you get. I was so not, it is actually limited. Top speed yeah. at eighty. Eighty. Oh really? <laughs> that sucks. I that thought you meant no the good. speed
1: only goes to eighty,
0: but it limits at it eighty. It limits at eighty, which I found disappointing because it's peppy, like getting around, zinging around. It's yeah. great, torquey little motor. What happens with autobahn? Yeah. Yeah. Eighty? No. 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 Nine. No. <laughs> 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 I bought a twenty nineteen. Golf R, nice. Now the reason I bought this car, one, I've always wanted a Golf R, which we know because you went and looked at a previous used one that had a whole bunch of mods yep. on it. And this one's else. completely stock. Okay, it's a 2019 with 9,000 miles on it. Oh wow, it's a really nice car. It's a great color. It says charcoal with yep. black interior I like the color. This is the last hurrah. Okay, I am pretty sure by the time I'm done with this car, there will be something available for me as an EV if, in a couple, two, three yeah. years. As a last hurrah, I'm surprised you didn't go get a used Hellcat. I can't afford that. Oh, okay. Those are like eighty thousand dollars. Really? Yeah, those are oh. super expensive. Even wow, well, maybe I think new they're like eighty, aren't they? Or no, maybe that's a demon is eighty. Well, they don't make demons anymore. Yeah. But- no, I don't want. I don't want a Hellcat. I I I, I traded in the Golf, which means my wife still has to be okay with it.
1: Right. Which if I, I was a, also wondering if I about. Bought this. He a Hellcat. Oh, she would have loved it.
0: <laughs> I don't know she really likes her hatchbacks I was,
1: I was curious about this because like she showed up at our house to do a photo shoot as a family and she had all these like reflective boards and stuff that yep. she had in the
0: back of the wagon yep. is, is the this wagon gonna have is, enough space the wagon is only about a foot longer it's not okay. a ton more space so it is more, yeah. but not a ton more. Okay, and I I can put the roof box on if if we need extra space to chuck okay. stuff. Sure, in this that not makes sense. deal. And the seats fold down if she's going to do her wedding stuff. Everything we have that she will ever need will fit in that thing. I okay. went to Costco yesterday; everything fit just fine. Yeah. And I bought a ton of food, yes. so it's it's fine. It size wise, it's fine. I was a little bit worried. Um, the reason, One of the reasons why I was, like, really attracted to this car is it's a manual. Oh, right. And Jesse doesn't really like driving manual anymore, or sh- so she said. Right. Now that she's driven it, she likes it. Again, oh, really? She p- put a big smile on her face when she was driving. That's awesome. Which was great. She got on the gas. It's 290 horsepower or Okay, like I was that.
1: wondering where it came in at.
0: I think it's a 2-liter. Yep. I think, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs>
1: right
0: I'm pretty sure it's the 2-liter turbo yep. TFSI yep. situation. Yep. Horribly unreliable engine. It well, kind of is. It's terrible. They're very delicate. Everything is plastic. It's on the fringe, it's, it's all these gasoline engines not now like that. are on the fringe of what they're capable yes. of. Yes, fringe of performance and like extracting everything out of them. But they
1: also, for material costs, like oil pans are plastic now. And intake weight. manifolds yeah. are plastic. Yeah, everything plastic,
0: even lighter than aluminum. So right. it's, it's all about weight but savings and brittle stuff like that. and uh, yeah. Well, I'm not going to have it that long. No, you know, I'm I'm not fooling myself anymore. I Kay. will have this thing two, three years maybe. Okay. And then hopefully there'll be something out there that's. Are you planning on doing anything to it? I don't think so. No. You know, it's got the DCC, which is the dynamic uh, control suspension. Oh, okay. So The, the magnetic. Yeah. So you or can stiffen it, which is awesome. Yeah, I mean, that thing, is cool. The thing, easily the best handling car I've ever owned. Oh really? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is fantastic. It drives really well. So there's a there's a button that you, a mode button. Yeah. And you go through like custom like. Eco Race. Right. Yeah. I think Race is yeah. it has a Fender sound system. Oh, I no. think Race mode just like sends a little bit of a hum through the subwoofer. Yep. Which is super disappointing. That is disappointing. Yeah. And of course, Alex was like, uh, at bat, uh, MA Performance, was like, we make an exhaust for that thing. Yeah. And I'm like, Mm, the motor doesn't sound that good though No it doesn't I, I don't mind it being quite as a. am not going to drive it that much No Honestly Jesse will drive it the most And I'll probably yeah. drive around in my Trooper And hopefully by the time I'm ready to take the Trooper apart The Mercedes will be driving And I can drive that <laughs> So I don't really I don't really go anywhere But here Right You know I come to the studio or whatever Drive across the country Otherwise I work from home I don't really need Necessarily need to go anywhere And hopefully I'll be able to get my 911 back At some point here Yes So that's it I bought a golf R. I'm just, it, it, I feel like it's, I always wanted one. And I feel like at this point, it's the best time to own one because you can still own one. You can still drive it. Oh, yeah. And it's a great car. You can still get them with low miles. And, and I think this is car. the last that they'll make. Is this, well, they're going to make, there's another Golf R. Okay. There are, but it's like, all of a sudden it's the haptic buttons and all this like oh, okay. user interface shit that I don't like. So that one, the Mark 9 that it is, that will probably be the last I'm sure there'll be golf as we know it. Right. Yes. It'll the last internal combustion engine Golf R as we know it. Yeah. Yes. That'll be the end of it. But this one is. It does have the screen. Remember your S3 had that screen. Yes. It's the same. same thing. Same yeah. exact thing. Which yeah, I didn't like the S3, and I know this is very similar to the S3. I think it is the same motor actually. Yeah, it is. It's the same motor, same drive train. I If the S3 had the manual, though, I may have kept it. It's a six-speed. This is a six-speed manual. Right. It's a joy so to drive. So this, I
1: would like more than the S3, but I still didn't
0: like the S3. It does have this. It does have a lot of safety features, too. It does have, like, the lane management yeah. stuff, which I tried it. It's way better than the Toyota one. Yeah. Toyota has, i like, I'm pretty happy with the one on the Macan. I like it. Yeah, it, it, it does some weird shit every once in a while. Yep. I turn it off unless I'm going to be driving- On the freeway. On the freeway. Exactly. And then I turn it That's off. That's the way Otherwise, you, you can't have it on because it starts, it gets wacky. I'm not a big fan. If, so it
1: feels like it starts pulling, so you're like, oh, do I have a puncture or something? Yeah. And like, yeah, it's just weird. So you're happy with it?
0: I am happy with it. It is the, easily the most expensive car I've ever bought. Oh. You know, I think it was 40 grand or something like oh, that. Oh, wow. Um, which is- a pretty good deal. Westside always takes care of me. Westside yeah. Volkswagen, big shout well, out to that. Especially
1: them. since you got more for the trade in. Yeah, I
0: got seven thousand dollars worth of equity, and I drove that car. They paid. I got paid seven thousand. Well, if you take an inflow, it doesn't really. I know, wash out but, that way. but still but it feels like I got paid seven grand to drive a car for two years. Yeah, which is pretty fun. That well, that that, that yeah, feels pretty good. good. So this is it. Yeah, big shout out well, to that Westside for helping me out. Huge tirade to get to your Golf bar. Yeah, so golf r is what I've got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, okay, that's exciting. Do we want? Should we talk about? Uh, oh, we're we're at an hour. Should we talk about my Mercedes? And let's save and that the, for another and the 3D day. The three printing stuff I've been doing with the We want to save it.
1: That's going to be on YouTube anyways. Let's save it for another day. Okay. We could do a Patreon episode with a lot of that as well. Head yeah. over to patreon.com Overcrest. Otherwise, right on our website, overcrestproductions.com slash Drivers Club. For as little as $5 a month, you can get access to exclusive content. We have a whole back catalog of episodes that you one. Here's what? the deal.
0: What? Most important thing. What's that? We're rolling out a ton of new merch. Yes, we it are. It's all extremely limited. It's extremely limited. It's really special stuff that we've worked on with Jeff, who does all the Overcrest branding and everything like that. It is killer and you're not going to have access to it right away well unless you're a driver's club yeah, member. Yeah, driver's club members also get first with,
1: crack get yep exclusive access or early access to all merch we're going to send out uh registration for rally to driver's club Yep. members early they're gonna so, know where it is first yep there's a lot of perks with it for as little as five dollars a month we of course do have some upper
0: tier classes as well for even more content and great stuff from us so check that out all right guys that's all we have time for this week is it was, it was fun talking i wanted to i kind of miss just hanging out so i wanted to do kind of a just hanging out episode next week uh we're gonna be less esoteric next week we're gonna be no maybe not no nope. not. i enjoyed it oh i right. enjoyed it all right guys we will see you next week take care